Hi, Matt. David was just. Hi, and welcome to Seriously Pointless Conversations about Culture, your seriously pointless podcast about all your nerdy geek thing. Geek. Wow, we're going to start that over again one more time. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> all right. And three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to Seriously Pointless Podcast. God damn it, James. <laughs> I can't. I'm trying to look at you. You son of a bitch. You're awful. Okay. No more faces. Okay. Bad James. I won't make I won't make any faces. Don't distract me. Better. <laughs> I won't make any faces. Son of a bitch. You're not gonna listen to me, are you? Okay. In three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to Seriously Pollen's Podcast. God damn it, James. Stop! Stop distracting me. Okay. Hi, welcome to Seriously Pointless po- Conversations About Culture, your seriously pointless podcast about all your nerdy and geek things throughout time and across the kingdom of science, James. Finally, after <laughs> three separate times trying to say that, it finally came out in a halfway decent manner. How are you doing? I think you should get excited, David, because you're sounding a little stressed. <laughs> you know what? I'm not stressed when people don't make faces and stick their fingers up their nose and try to distract me. <laughs> It's great. It's great. Anyway, no. we're talking about Dr. Stone today. We are talking about Dr. Stone, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, this is a colossal anime that came out in uh, 2017, March 2017, in uh, Shonen Jump. And it was a Japanese manga written by Richiro Inagaki. I'm going to say, I don't know if I said his name correctly, but I think he was, that was all- actually pretty good. That was close. Boom. It was illustrated by the South Korean artist Boichi. Boichi? I think that's Boichi. I apologize if I mispronounce your name, sir. Uh, I will, That's one demerit for me, if I did, at least. It's okay. <laughs> I sincerely doubt he's going to listen to this podcast. So You don't know. Maybe he's We're like, I'm going to put his name, I'm going to hashtag his name, James, and he's going to see it. I'm going to add him. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, check it out. I'm like, come at me, bro. But anyways, James... <laughs> So let's go over kind of a brief little synopsis of this game or the the anime before we uh, get into what we've been uh, doing today. So when did you actually uh, first run across this? Because you said this I is a pretty big one. I ran across it whenever it started uh, getting dubbed and showed up on Funimation now. Yeah. That is what I ran into it. And I want to say that was... Oh, late 2019, 2020, something like that. It was 2020, yeah, because that was, yeah. It was that was when the first season came out was 2020, I believe, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it got aired July to December 2019 in Japan, mm-hmm. and it got simulcast uh, by this media at the same time. So I want to say late 2019. Okay, so it, it's it's right on that cusp. So when it hit the US, because yeah, usually Funimation is anywhere from a few days to a couple weeks behind Japan for their simulcast stuff. 
which isn't too bad. So, but yeah, no, it's actually, not bad at all. Yeah, so I actually picked this one up from you too. That was pretty fun. So you actually mm-hmm. recommend it, and I've been cheating watching it on yours. And I'm sure I wait. I tried to wait until you were done with it because I was like, if we start watching, this is kind of like watching when we watch. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed on my like my, the My Hero Academia. I've noticed uh, you're like one one season behind. I'm trying to catch up, and every time you hop on, you're just like play next episode, and it kicks you all the way back there, and you're just like, God dang it! Or Mike, it'll kick me all the way forward to where you're at, and I'm like, this doesn't seem like this should go, and this is in order. It's like, oh wait, I'm on episode 165, and not. 144 where i should be at so yeah, yeah it happens but anyway dr stone has taken the world by storm it is tremendously popular and absolutely has, yeah it is one of the shows that to some extent has transcended the anime genre and hit popular culture and everything as well which is kind of amazing really right you know not so many of them do that like you have some that like dragon ball z you could say mm-hmm. is like that um, but not very many other ones really, you know, go above and beyond that, you know, stereotypical, like, you know, I would say we our anime fandom, if even that. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's got a lot of good things going for it. I mean, one, the content of the show, which we'll get to the plot eventually, but it, it deals with a guy in a stone age situation and he is recreating the world using his knowledge of science from the future to rapidly build technology. And I think that type of thing is really popular right now in, in pop culture. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Oh, there is a YouTube channel called how to make everything. And there's a lot of other similar things where, you know, there's people who are just uh, trying to recreate this stuff using the natural materials and stuff they have available to them. Yeah. like and I think it's just, uh, it's something that's very appealing to people. People are looking for this idea of being more independent and more kind of self-reliant. Yeah. Yeah. I think people are starting to become aware of how really dependent we all are on the system that keeps us all going. Yeah, and what happens if it falls apart? You're like, and, what are we going to do? And this year, this year of coronavirus has made us all acutely aware that it doesn't take very much to throw things off. Because, yep, while the pandemic has been has been terrible in a lot of ways, historically speaking, it is not nearly the worst plague that has ever befallen humanity. No, and uh, it just makes you I mean, aware that it doesn't take very much to really make society there, fall apart. There was that one little hiccup in the Middle Ages. I'm just saying, you know, the, the Black Plague and all that stuff. But you can blame yeah. most, you can mostly blame wars for, for well, spreading I mean, you that. Look at the Black Death, which killed like fifty percent of Europe, and yeah. So if you guys want to listen to, it's funny we bring this up. So if you want to listen to a really good uh, podcast, it's very popular. It's called Last Podcast on the Left. I'm throwing them out there. They're just mm-hmm. doing a series on the Black Plague. They're on episode two, and it's going to be a four parter. And it's super interesting. Some of the stuff they talk about. Like mm-hmm. how it spread through the country, and actually, they, they're thinking it actually originated mostly in China and like spread our way. Really, that, that's how it started. That's how they think it mostly started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're starting to find evidence and stuff that shows that it uh, uh, China actually lost something like almost like two thirds of its population. Like it would think it was like forty or fifty years before the Black Plague hit Europe, and so. Mm-hmm they were trading a lot going along the silk road. Right. And they're like, it's, that's how the stuff moves. That's how diseases mm-hmm. move. Right. They, they hop and you know, they hop on, you know, the fleas and the ticks and the bed bugs on the rats and the rats hop on the, on the everything else. And they're in the cargo and they get mm-hmm. transported along with all their other goods. Right. Yeah. That's how diseases travel back mm-hmm. in the middle ages, at least. So it makes a lot of sense. They're finding a lot of evidence that support that. And it's, it's really interesting yeah. though, but no, it's the same, you, same thing today. It's just planes are a lot faster than, than horse drawn yep. carts, but same principle at work. That's why I love to play Pandemic because it shows me <laughs> how all the all was it is it is it uh, there's one called Pandemic. Damn you, Greenland. <laughs> that's right. Ah, 
it's it's a great that's another fun little game guys we're talking about tangents if you want to like just be like you want to play the like the the pathogen that goes and takes out all of humanity greenland is the hardest like place to take out for whatever reason you're like you that get madagascar <laughs> yeah that in madagascar you it's like so you have like a hot country and a cold country and then you have the very at the very end whichever one's not like dead yet you have to like throw all of your your point last ending points into either cold <laughs> resistance or heat resistance to try to get there and anyway like, dr stone <laughs> yeah super, super tangent so dr stone is is one of those big uh animes for the last couple of years that have come out and they actually just came out with their second season this last year and they've wrapped up um They've wrapped up the second season, and I believe a third season was announced. Are they going to be doing a fourth season from that? I remember a third and fourth season. I don't know. I have not read the manga for this one because I'm not trying to spoil it for myself yep. since the anime has been so good. So It has been fabulous. I know that the first two seasons finished up like the introduction and then what the artist was calling the Stone Wars arc. And so that's kind of I what we just went next through. Season, yeah, I think the next season is going to be them kind of building up towards whatever the new antagonist is going to be. So... After you got done with season two of Dr. Stone, what has been filling your time, James? What are the the games or anime have been filling your time? So we have been watching a lot of anime again this spring. You know, Kelly and I watch a ton of anime. Well, that's when all the new shows start to pop up in the new seasons. So I will say some things that have stood out so far on the new stuff. Uh, Shadow's House has actually been really cool. I saw that. How do you like that one? What's that one about? Uh, So far, it's very intriguing. It's about these shadow people they're like black figures and they let off ash and soot and they have hmm. a servant race of i guess they're homoculi they kind of imply that they've been created interesting but they they serve as their servants and also as their faces and the show's just getting started i'm only four or five episodes in wherever the dub is up to right now and uh it's very intriguing but the the art and the music and the production quality is extremely high and the writing's been good so we'll see where it ends up because it's one of those kind of mystery reveal it as you go type shows. I like that. Scott's kind of sounds pretty fun. So, I think that um, one I can really recommend. Uh, anything else? The uh, I'm a Spider So What show turned out much <laughs> better than I was expecting. I watched I watched the first three or four episodes thinking it was like Just really derivative. Off really really derivative of the uh i was reincarnated as a slime and just kind of a terrible iseke in general but you know what it's grown on me and it's actually pretty good in its own right awesome are you playing suspect- anything i'm oh, sorry go ahead, anything? Go ahead. yeah no, go so ahead, go the ahead. last couple last couple days i have been tearing through games getting ready to do a night shift so i played man eater we played the hell out of that trying to keep those brain cells a clicking with uh some monotonous yeah man eater is cool it's a shark rpg where you take the role of a young shark who has been uh wrongfully uh hurt by a shark hunter who killed your mother in cold blood that's right and uh you leapt out of her womb while she is bleeding out on the deck and bite the guy's hand off. And then That's you right. embark on a quest of revenge to <laughs> <laughs> take out, take out the shark hunters for whatever reason. Like, did you, so you remember the, the opening of that? Did it like kind of freak you out a little bit where he's just like getting a raging hard on to like go after and like kill all these sharks. It's a little uncomfortable. It's and then, a like, little as bit, you- yeah. And then you see, like, his relationship with his son, who's apparently, like, a marine biologist or something. And, yeah. yeah, It's, it's really weird. A, it's an uncomfortable family dynamic, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why. Go ahead. And then, spoilers, but the son dies in, like, in the explosion. <gasps> and I'm like, it should have been you. Like, you why jerk did, face. Like, why did, why did the son have to die? You should have died. 
<laughs> yeah, if the, if the if the father would have died, the son could have carried on his hate filled le- legacy. You know, like that. Point. I know. Then we could have seen like the slow descent of the son into the same madness as his father. I think that would have been or more interesting. The son loses his leg, and he becomes like has a little like peg leg. <laughs> That'd be comical as well. <laughs> Get a hold of me, guys. I'm I'm here all day. Like I can write your 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 movie scripts for you. But yeah, so we actually, what else have we been playing? We actually got together the, the night and got online and we played been a little Raft. Yep, the second big patch came I out. I know we're like a year behind now, but yeah, we finished up the second chapter of Raft last night. Yeah, it's okay. It's, they still haven't <laughs> released the second half or the third the yeah, third. we're caught up. Chapter. We're caught up. <laughs> yeah, there's a third chapter, but it, how, do you know how many chapters there are going to be? Do you know what? I do not know. I, to be honest, I did not really expect there to be a second chapter when the original game came out. <laughs> It was a fun diversion, and they had a couple like story islands you could go to. But at that point, they were just big islands; they weren't really a story. Yeah, they, I don't think they um... actually. The story wasn't even in the first chapter. It was just the raft game. I I didn't think. I mean, it was fun, but I a lot of those small development studios fizzle out before they come up with something bigger. But yeah, but they've been getting a lot of crowdfunding, dude. So mm-hmm. I was really surprised. Let me look here and see uh, how many chapters are planned for raft i know the third one is supposed to be coming out this summer sometime i think yeah right now it looks like there's only three they've only announced three but i guess yeah that right now it's all they have they're just they've got three sitting waiting but i'm sure they'll they're gonna like have some sort of finality on this game at some point but that last that last chapter was pretty cool. I was not expecting. I don't want to ruin it for anybody if you haven't played it, but it was it was pretty cool. It was I was expecting another like dorky little floating island, and it was not a dorky little floating island. I want to leave it at that. So that was a lot of fun. So, yes, definitely. So we were able to fight something other than a shark and giant rats for a tiny little bit. <laughs> well, and they had some of those like Fallouty vibes almost yep. to it, like with the. <laughs> The well, they even like was... they, they even kind of like uh, talk about that a little bit in some of the notes you guys find and what we end up finding and we found actually. So it was nice. And our raft, though, I don't want to like I said, I don't want to talk about it too much. But our raft, after some of the stuff, the uh, specs and the uh, invention, there the schematics that we found, our uh, raft is kind of looking pretty posh. I'm going to say getting pretty legit. I mean, I I feel like we're about ready to add some more engines and like really make it bigger. <laughs> I really want to just like have the 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 the, the what was the bow of the boat just start to like kind of like level up a little bit and just start kind of like <laughs> like this and it's like a speedboat. <laughs> I mean, we could great. make it. We could do that. I mean, <laughs> I know leave the, the shark way behind. But like, screw you, shark. <laughs> screw you. We like just can't keep up with us. But like, we jump down in the water and like 15 <laughs> minutes later he shows up or he. So, so the anime came out in 2019. As of uh, April this year, the manga has more than 10 million copies in circulation. Yep. It got the 64th Shogoku Khan Manga Award in the Shonen category. So the manga is also extremely popular. So the plot of the anime is that um, there's a 15-year-old genius named Senku, mm-hmm. and he is living his life in Japan. He is like a super genius science brat who launches rockets for fun. Super genius brat. I like that. Pretty James. much. Yeah. He's kind of an asshole really when you get a little bit. To it. Yeah. That's, that's understandable. He's yeah. a, he's a pleasant asshole, but he, yeah. anyway, <laughs> um, you want to start rating assholes, James? During, during the course, you know, it's, it's a, he's a 10 out of 10 on the asshole scale. I mean, does how, how puckered is he? I mean, slight pucker, <laughs> no discoloration, no veins, good asshole. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's continue. <laughs> I think you were going to jump on that, but you did. Continue. I, yeah, yeah, assholes are not the topic that's going to make me blush, but... <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> We've all seen them. Anyways, continue. Uh, anyway, uh, a 15-year-old... The first episode, he's kind of living his life in Japan. There's this big, mysterious green flash that petrifies everybody. And he wakes up 3,700 years later. And it is him and his friend wake up on their own. They make a base camp. And they figure out how to unpetrify more people. Yep. Yeah. And his friend, uh, um... they, the first person they revive after his best friend is this uh, famous martial artist from his area, his home high school called Tsukasa, who is apparently just an amazing athlete of the highest caliber. He is jacked. He is he is super jacked. <laughs> he uh, he kills deer by like crushing him with his fist. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, because you know it's possible, but you know it's what it is. <laughs> but they uh, for a little while. Them, along with his best friend's crush, the four of them live together in peace, and eventually there's a difference of philosophy between Tsukasa and Senku. Senku wants to reform the old world using science to bring everyone back and rebuild civilization the way it was. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a big believer in the personal freedom type approach to things. Tsukasa wants to destroy the old world and create a new world order based on power and strength and trying to just revive the people he thinks are worthy. Though they do kind of step that back a little bit in the final bit of the second season, but yeah, we don't ruin it too much. But we don't want yeah, to ruin the, it too much. It's 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 quite fun though. Like so, what what makes it real? What makes this anime stand out so much more than say your typical shonen for you, at least? Uh, I think they have a good balance of plot and comedy, which I think all anime tries to do, and yeah. a lot of artists do a great job of it. Yeah, it's very much one way or the other. They yeah. they strike a good balance between having a colorful, varied cast of characters and having emotional character growth without getting too burdened down in it. Mm -hmm. I think, it, to be honest, the thing that sets it apart is just good writing. Which yeah. It's kind of a cop-out to say that, but... It's those hard to define things that separate a. It's not that the concept is super brilliant or original. No. I mean, it is, it is fairly original. It's not something that's been done recently, at least. But at the same time, I think from what I've gathered, um, I was watching some uh, clips and stuff earlier uh, from the uh, original writer. He's actually involved in some of the animation stuff. He, like he's not like thoroughly involved, but he's. Whenever he he he's talks to people about you know with the adapt with the adaptations on the anime and stuff, he has valued he has input. It's not like some other stuff where they can just kind of do willy nilly where it's a company owns the property. Um, unfortunately, you know some stuff like you know Dragon Ball Z just goes off the haywire and, mm -hmm. and they kind of just do whatever they want. But and that's the other thing though too is like it hasn't been censored. As far as I know, I don't believe it has been censored from the Japanese version. So you're getting an, an exact like duplicate of the Japanese uh, version over to America or distributed to English audiences, essentially. Well, and that's another thing I think that's helped it catch on in America is that the themes it has in it are very Western themes. Yes. It's not as Western as like Cowboy Bebop, which was deliberately set out to make a Western anime. Yeah. But... But the, the idea of scientific self-discovery, the idea of independence and pulling yourself up, that all really resonates very well with an American audience, which I think very much, helped very much on. so. 
And I think they did a really good job, something I admired. They didn't do a science man good, caveman bad type thing. Which yeah, they just said different different individuals, but that can actually end up working together, hopefully. Yeah, because you know. at one point, Sanku gets to a village of people who are essentially natives living in a very primitive society. And they do a good job of showing how the individual characters all have their strengths and weaknesses. And they show how the people take very, very quickly to new discoveries and new information Zenku gives. And they show how different personalities interact with technology in a way that is very believable and relatable to us today. Because we have amazing things like these, you know, cell phone devices we carry around everywhere. Computer pocket computers. And it's like, well, it just (laughs) kind of goes to show that everyone uses them. Most people don't understand them. There's different levels of proficiency. And they show that too in the characters. And I think it's uh, it's an interesting little microcosm. Well, it's it's really interesting you bring that up. So if you if you kind of make the analogy of like say our grandparents, if you were to show like a cell phone to our grandparents back when they were our age, they would be like, "There's no way that's that's no way you can talk on that thing." Like that's that's like, ignorant. It's it's kind of like, but over time, like if they're able, if they're shown these things, they're like, "Oh, this is a very valuable tool." You know, it's, I may not use it to the extent that you do, or I may not have the same kind of knowledge that you do of the property, but eventually they'll, they'll, they'll find some value in it. And you kind of see that in this anime a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So like he teaches them something simple, like Rom, let's go, let's use the ramen example. Cause that's early. In, <laughs> it's, it, that's early in, in season one where he teaches them, you know, how to make ramen out of, I think is it seaweed or. This is and, how he decides he's going to win over the village so that yeah. they like him better is by giving them better food. Yeah. He, and makes, so, it out of, he makes it out of wild buckwheat. Which... Buckwheat. That's what it was. Yeah. If you've never had it, is a very strongly flavored. <laughs> but they're grass. okay with it. <laughs> but they're okay with it. And he shows them how to preserve it and, and freeze dry it essentially to keep it yeah. for, for months so they don't starve and they can have it for a long period of time. So mm-hmm. he the you know, it show he shows it this thing that like, hey, you know, science is good, it can help you, and it doesn't all have to be like crazy, amazing you know, uh, blow, blow up explosion things. I, mm-hmm. I would just assume that's what he was going to go for once he left with them. Once they had, a, <laughs> they left, he was just going to try and, you know, go after him, but no, he wins these people over with some like actual science stuff that can actually benefit their, their, their mm-hmm. town. So make some freaking stoves for God's sakes. So they can all stay warm during the winter <laughs> yeah, time. Eh? It's good. <laughs> it's, re- it's really fun. So was that, let me ask you this though. So you actually sat down and watched this with Kelly a little bit. And I know mm-hmm. I would love to see if um, Jackie will sit down and watch. She thinks it's kind of dorky looking when I was watching it with her. Kelly and Kelly enjoyed it a lot. She loved a lot? it. Okay. Good. Yeah. Do you think, do you think I get Jackie to sit down and watch it with me? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Kelly Kelly is a little bit more into the nerdy stuff than Jackie is. A little bit. And I don't know. I, it has colorful characters. It has some nice relationships. It is pretty to look at. Kelly, Jackie, I know, cares deeply about the appearance of the anime, too. So yeah. <laughs> it's it's no Magus Bride. We'll put it that way. No, no, it's definitely not. That's <laughs> definitely not that. But the thing is, like, she'll also watch. What is the one she's watching right now? She It's about a. Um... But it's, it's genuinely entertaining, and I think she would enjoy it. And it's. Yeah. The science bits are more kind of wizardry than technical. I mean, like they yeah. they talk through some of the steps, but a lot of it's like, ooh, Senku's so smart. Yeah, so. that's pretty much that's what it kind of boils down to. It's just like, well, okay, this is basically just magic for this I world. Mean, I will I'll give them the credit saying that most of the things they are doing are possible. Yes. Though they do 
greatly just, gloss over the difficulty involved. Yeah, a lot. They, they, that's what I was gonna say. There's a couple of those things in there. Where I was just like, man, I'm like, there's you guys skipped over a few steps that are kind of pertinent, which is a good thing. Well, it's like the guy goes from learning how to one making crystal clear quality glass out of raw materials is actually incredibly difficult. Yes, there's a reason that people greatly coveted naturally pure sand pits for glass making. Yep. They fought wars over that type of stuff. Yep. And even even random old beach is not a good, yeah, it's not a good enough all place. All the way up to like the resident Renaissance. So like, mm-hmm. th- so take that for taking that for example, back in the, this is what happens when you have a wife that teaches uh, <laughs> Spanish and French and usually does the history parts of it too. But for France, so whenever they built Versailles, um, they put more glass. This is back when they built Versailles early. I'm going to say 1700s, I believe mm-hmm. maybe 1600s even. So they took, it took, they actually went and um, kidnapped a ton of uh, the premier European glass makers to make, because they they have like an entire hall of mirrors. You're talking like, I'm talking like hundreds of feet tall that they Mm -hmm. made these things. That's what they stole. And this, they had that one room cost more than probably... Clear glass, James, cost probably more than probably a third of the city of Paris, probably. Yeah, quality quality clear glass is very hard to make. I mean, that's one thing I think would be interesting. If you Mm -hmm. ever have a couple hours, watch how to to make everything YouTube channels, just the episodes about just the glass. It's like four or five of them. And he is... He has barely managed to make some clear photo quality glass. It's hard. And that's, yeah. And people think if you've ever tried glass blowing, glass blowing is incredibly difficult too. Yeah. Like they they have a craftsman character who is one of my favorite characters, by the way. He's (laughs) the the old man crafter guy is hilarious. But but yeah, he goes from, uh, oh, glass is a thing that exists to I can make vacuum tubes out of glass in about a week straight, about a week flat. And I'm just thinking, no. (laughs) I, I did six months in college in a chemistry course on glass blowing. And I made like a flask. Yeah, you're like not barely. a vacuum flask, like something you could heat a liquid in. I mean, it's yeah, just, just barely. <laughs> if you if you ever like go to a glass blowing studio, like at Silver Dollar City or something, they'll tell you that for a full time glass maker, it takes six months before they produce something which can be sold. It gets lots, it's a very very difficult skill. Lots of refiring, <laughs> things breaking and exploding. It's it's yeah, it's it's legit if you can do it. So, but it's like that's one of the, possible, but they greatly gloss over the difficulty. Yeah, and that's one of the one things I do like about the anime is that they. I know it's probably for liability reasons why they don't go into it as much, and also <laughs> I think it would make people fall asleep, and they give you just enough to make you interested, like oh, that'd be really cool to try, or hey, oh, they yeah. could probably do that at home. <laughs> but yeah. It, it it does have a lot of really um, interesting tidbits in it, I think. But let me ask you this. Is there a favorite point or a portion of the film? Like, what's your favorite point in the film or... Um, favorite part of the story? Yeah. Can you, can you tell me? Can, well... Without uh, ruining too much? It's probably the part where Senku has joined up with the village they've completed the become the chief of the village arc mm-hmm. and they are like preparing for the war with sukasa like that whole kind of build up part where the village mm-hmm. is coming together and they're developing their relationships and they're building up technology for this fight so, i think for me that was that was the show at its very best so about the right the end of season one i think 
in the season one, about- first first part of season two. Uh, I did think season two was great. I loved the end of it too, but it was almost getting to be a different show the last few episodes. Yeah, it was more of like a a war kind of. I don't know. It just felt a little different. Like those last five or six episodes, I think you'd say probably. Mm-hmm. It was more of like a he he look how silly we can be kind of thing, and we're gonna try and attack them, and it's like goofy. And I'm like, eh, it's. Yeah, it it was okay. It was not it was not like the the first season. I really like you said. I really liked that first season, mm-hmm. but I really liked the part. There was about there's about three or four episodes in the middle of season one where, he, like you said, he he becomes the chief of the, the village and he starts really throwing all those advancements in really quickly. Like you get the electricity mm-hmm. and the copper and all that other stuff, and then the glass. It's all really fun to watch, and I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot more. I think than this last season where it was more of like, Oh, we've got to build weapons to go fight the bad guys. And I'm like, okay, this is okay. But I'm like, eh. I want to see what they want to do with season three, honestly, because I am excited about it. It's after, be cool. after the, re- after the resolution of the last season, I kind of want to see what they're, what they're, what they're going to cook up because it's, it'll be an interesting kind of makeup with all those new people that they've added. So I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> so with it'll be, it'll be fun. I think so. So when do you think they're going to come out with the next season? Do you think, you know? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty hot anime and it was wildly popular. So I don't think there's going to be a huge delay. Yeah. Unless the manga is starting to get behind. Um, I don't think it is. I've I'm, probably got 20 volumes already, 20 Tonkabon volumes. So Jiminy Christmas. Uh, you, you can't be more than five. Plus, I wouldn't think we're more than five volumes in. <laughs> Maybe ten yeah, at the most. I think we're going to have six months off at least. Oh, absolutely. Maybe, yeah. maybe next spring at the earliest. I'm thinking. I was I was thinking that kind of too, saying you or know, maybe or maybe not this Christmas, but the upcoming winter season, like a year from now. I mean, yeah, I rough. figure I figure for a quality anime that's not like a episode of the week thing, like uh, My Hero Academia. Yeah, I don't planning on six months to a year between seasons. I think is typical. I mean, that is unless they get a bigger team on the stu- on the on the manga or on the on the anime adaptation. Which is which, true. Which, as big as it's, as as it's blown up, there's a great possibility that they they could do that. So yeah, they could be as early as winter winter season, but it's uh, more than likely it's going to be either a spring. I or think a summer. probably spring. I think spring or summer would be more likely. That's what I was thinking too. So. But yeah, um, let me see what else we have to go over. Um, well, it looks like... I feel like if it was going to be a winter season, we should have gotten a confirmation pretty soon. Yeah, I would think that too, but I don't know. We'll we'll see how it goes. So, all right. So, second season announced. Third season has yeah, not... It the, was just announced. Yeah, it was just announced. kind of everyone saying the same thing. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at too, so... All right. Well, like I said, if um if you guys want to check this out, you can either probably check it out. I know they've shown it on Toonami. Um, they've been that's the English dub versions too. But it, I mean, you know, I know you can yeah. catch this over on Crunchyroll and yeah. Funimation, um, and other various websites possibly. So, <laughs> so I will not say where, but you for sure you can. Um, but it does look like there was actually a video game announced did you see this i didn't i didn't know that at all i had vaguely heard about a game i haven't like looked to see what it is uh it's supposed to be released in 2020 it's a smartphone game though uh, so it's either going to be a smartphone game or an rpg 
Because I don't uh, see... I mean, I could see like a discovery, like an exploration RPG working, like a puzzle RPG for Doctor Stone. They're probably going to do it like you know, like they saw the. I um, mean, like fighter games are easier to make, but I just don't see how that would be like a good tribute to the series. I think it's going to be probably like the Demon Slayer game that I they're coming out with, where it's based on that little section where he's in the city. You know, what I'm talking about. And he mm-hmm. finds, I want to say it's the good demon. I call her the good the good witch. <laughs> That's what I call her in my brain. <laughs> the good witch. Well, I mean, it's what she is. She's a good, kind of a good demon. She fights the other bad demon. It's mm-hmm. I guess you would call her a good witch. But anyways, she's not like pure and innocent, but still, she tries to live in harmony with humans. She's not like evil, evil. Mm-hmm. She's slightly evil. Um, because technically the good witch... Is slightly the good witch is slightly evil too in the Wizard of Oz, but anyways, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> go watch uh, what's what's it called? What's the what's it called? What's the Wicked? Go watch Wicked. You'll see how much uh, how much kind of a tool she is. But anyways, um, I'll leave it alone. Great musical though, by the way. But yeah, I don't really know how I want to how I would like it uh, if it's just going to be a little section of the anime. Uh, well, and into I... game form because that's kind of what they seem to do whenever they they get rushed. They just kind of throw that into a game. So like, I'm thinking if I was going to make a budget game to rake in tons of money for this, what I would do, it'd be similar to like the old Dragon Ball Z, uh, mobile, the old Dragon Ball Z Game Boy games. Oh, those were fun. Would have, you would have like a little, well, yeah, you'd have like a little open RPG space. Mm-hmm. You could do quests where you would go fight your way into areas to collect ingredients. You would use those ingredients to craft more science gadgets to access more stuff. I mean, I think you could do a decent kind of Metroidvania style game and still hit the Dr. Stone tone. Yeah, it's just mobile games. Like you were saying, that's that's all it is. It keeps just saying mobile game, mobile game. Yeah, so it'll probably be something kind of dorky, probably. Nothing really to write home about, that's what I'm thinking. So, Yeah, it'll probably be a gotcha game worth a... You can <laughs> roll for waifus. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to want look, go find some weirdly weird shit. Go out on to Seam this week because the Seam summer sale is going on. There's a lot of really weird like waifu simulators going on right there, and they're all super cheap. And I was just like, I went into a dark place last night looking I'll at. I'll be honest, like I'm surprised how much that stuff is like taking over Steam. I oh, absolutely. Just... Yeah, and so, I, maybe I just am ignorant about it, but it just—I mean, I knew a lot of that stuff was out there, but just it's on no. the front page. It's on the front page of Steam now. I mean, dear lord, they don't care. Like I said, Steam Steam has. I no, guess Steam uh, stopped caring a long time ago. What they, they host. stopped caring. They stopped caring a long time ago. Hey, let's do a quick little rundown in uh, Steam real quick, since we got a little extra time on us. So, is there anything that you're thinking about maybe getting at all? Um. Let's see what they've got on the board right now. The Dyson, the Dyson Sphere game is something which is appealing to me, but I don't usually have the patience to actually play. What is that? It's kind of like Factorio, but it's on like a planetary scale instead of a smaller scale. So if you like, but uh, uh, if you like platformers, but it's like kind of a castle, not in a Castlevania. These, these days, yeah, platformers and like exploration type games are what I do. You like the most. Uh, Dark Souls stuff at all? Oh, Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. I've watched a let's play of that, and it looks hilarious. You, what did you say that again? Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. 
<laughs> Turnip boy <laughs> commits tax evasion. That's great. That is phenomenal. Play as an adorable yet troublemaking turnip. Avoid paying taxes. Solve plantastic puzzles. Harvest crops and battle massive beasts. You make and they journey to tear down a corrupt vegetable government. No, RT Games did like a playthrough of it, and it was hysterical. I'm not sure if it'd be worth you know playing it for myself after watching him play it. It's kind of a short game, but <laughs> uh, I want to get this one, James. So it's um it's called Blasphemous. Have you seen this? No. Uh, it is on Harold sent it to you real quick. <laughs> Um, it is kind of a Souls-like uh, Metroidvania side-scroller. It's really, really fun looking. Uh, let me share. That sounds good. It is, it's apparently supposed to be really hard, though. So, uh, what? I don't oh, want to share it like that. I just want to give well, me... you're pulling that up, I'll tell you. I have my, I've had my eye on Valheim. Yeah, I did. It's something that we could potentially play as a group once we're done with Raft. See, that but... would be fun. Yeah, it's supposed to be multiplayer. Here. What? Why aren't you letting me? Here, I'll, I'll pop it, it in there two, for it you. It does 2 to 10 co-op. 2 to 10 uh, there you go, players co-op, and apparently 3 to 5 is recommended. Check that out. That's pretty fun. It looks gorgeous. It's a pixel kind of thing. So, I'm trying to see what else they have in here. They've got, uh, what what's good? Foundation. Which looks kind of cutesy, kind okay, of a so kind of like a it's really it's like a Metroid game, yeah, yeah. But it's apparently it's like super hard. I I kind of wanted to play it because it just looks like kind of that, that the art style really reminds me of Castlevania. I know, like Symphony of the Night kind of thing. That could be cool. I enjoy those types of games. What is this? Foundation Spell Force. What's well, cheap? Iron Harvest is on there for twelve bucks. If you guys want to buy it on on Steam, there you go. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, have to download that one on the. Uh, it's Xbox fun. Game I enjoyed. I so I I got that off of Game Pass. It's on there right now, guys. It's um kind of an alternate history for 1920, like World War One ish. It's fun. Let's see. This is my land. It looks like you're uh a Native American tribe trying to resist the onset of settlers. That's Sounds like a uh, real life. Um, what's the what's the James Cameron movie? Avatar. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Uh, mm. Hearts of Iron. They got Spiral the Dragon trilogies for fourteen bucks. Uh, Hollow Knight's down to seven fifty. If no one's played Hollow Knight, if you're is. gonna buy that, I said if you if you don't buy if you buy that again, we're gonna have a problem. <laughs> I've already played Hollow Knight. I'm not gonna do it a second time. You know, I'm not gonna hundred percent it. No, I'm not gonna hundred percent Hollow Knight. There's no way. I could do Sea of Thieves. Oh, I could see if these on Game Pass. I kind of wanted to play that. That'd be. I fun would not mind playing Sea of Thieves. Maybe we could get on and do that at some point. Because, like I said, if you guys like want to not like do that, kind uh, of, because I know we kind of usually hop on and we do like Wow every once in a while. But Sea of Thieves is free on there, so it'd be it would be fun to, to hop yeah, on. Yeah, that'd, that'd be fun. that would be Kelly would like to do that. So I'm trying to see if there's anything else. One more pass through, and then. I will get away from this and leave everybody alone so they don't have to listen to my bullshit anymore. <laughs> about look at all these fun sales, guys. Man, yeah, was... people aren't coming to the podcast to listen to us talk about what's on the Steam sale, but Yeah, they do. James, <laughs> I would I would come up like, man, what is on sale, guys? What is on sale? <laughs> oh man, I love hearing about the sales three weeks after they finished. <laughs> <laughs> it's not they're not done yet. They're still here. <laughs> 
I mean, they are now, but whenever this episode airs, they will be oh, gone. If you guys want to talk about plagues, Plague Inc. <laughs> is on sale for five oh nine. There you go. See, pertinent information, James. Pertinent information. There we go. There you go. Um, I think that's about it, really, that I can see on my list that I'm looking for. I mean, unless you guys want to maybe get... Oh, they got thumpers on sale. I would like to do thumper. I like to look fun. So anyways, James, um, what else are you planning to play or watch in the next couple couple weeks? Because I know you're going to stay up. Well, I'm going to keep playing Outer Wilds and okay. I'm going to try and finish that first since it's going to be gone. You know you can beat that in like 10 minutes, right? Well, uh, yeah, it's a puzzle game. And I know if I knew the correct solution, I could look it up and just finish it in one go. But <laughs> I'm exploring the world and I'm having fun. So you got to go like ultra chaotic. Somebody figured out how to beat the game in like 10 minutes. And it's like literally you just like kill yourself in like like by flying your ship into the sun. It's it's pretty <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> it's like that's pretty awesome, though. Well, fa- you know what? I, uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to land on the quantum moon, but. The game hasn't showed me how to do it yet. No, nope, it won't. It won't let you until the, until you're absolutely ready, James. So, yep. But <laughs> all right, guys, we're gonna get out of here. I, I want to thank everybody for coming by and and at least you know sitting down, listen to us talk about Steam Summer Sales, which apparently is a, a great thing for us to do now. <laughs> Come by for all your Steam Summer Sale news year round. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of dead space. Yeah, there would be. <laughs> I mean, there's the there's the spring, winter, and fall sale now. I mean, it's a this is quarterly. Ste- we're the podcast about quarterly Steam sales. It'd be a podcast for every season. Wow, <laughs> that was um yeah, I like that. The pod- <laughs> yeah, thank you, Shakespeare. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Anyways, I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole. Anyway, gonna, have a wonderful gonna, afternoon. <laughs> yeah, have a wonderful afternoon, guys. Um, I just want to thank everybody for coming by, and like I said. Uh, check out our other podcasts that we've done. And like I said, if we if you like what you hear, you've, you've heard here today, uh, let us know and uh, we will continue to do so. And if you don't like what you hear today, let us know. Like I said, because we like to tweak, tweak things and we'll make it better for you guys, more enjoyable and whatnot. So, all right, James, we're going to get out of here. Thanks for coming by, man. Of course. Have a good day. All right, everybody. Have a good day. Bye. If you're interested in keeping up to date with new episodes on our channel, add us on any of your favorite podcasting apps or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Seriously Pointless Conversations. If you have questions or concerns, please email us at seriouslypointlessconvo at gmail.com. We appreciate any feedback. Thank you for listening to our show.